0: Five, four, three, two, one. Let's go! Hi friends, it's your host, Bryn. Welcome to Bryn Moves, the podcast. I'm a certified integrative nutrition health coach, yoga instructor, dancer, and wellness entrepreneur. Let's go! I'm on a serious but super fun mission to inspire and empower lives. We're here to chat about wellness and fitness, as well as some tools for shifting your mindset so you can live your best. I hope you feel motivated to dive into your own unique and powerful wellness journey after listening in. So whether you're listening from your car, on a walk, food prepping, or putting on your makeup, turn up the volume and tune in for some serious motivation and inspiration. Thank you so much. Hey guys, welcome back to Brin Moves the Podcast. I'm solo today and here to talk to you guys about detox. Okay. So when I think of the word detox, I don't think of, I know a lot of times the first thing that comes to mind for a lot of people is like a juice cleanse or like not eating um, or something like really, really extreme. And when I think of detox, I actually think of detoxing our bodies daily and using detox um in a safe way and detoxing our systems in a safe way using food, using nutrition, but also detoxing our minds uh, and our heart spaces as well. So you guys know I really love to look at the body um, as a whole and take a more holistic approach to health, which includes how we're healing ourselves from the inside out, not just with the food on our plate, but also with the people we're spending time with, uh, where we're putting our energy, our career, our spirituality, what we're listening to, what we're seeing and taking in through all of our senses. All of this is important. And so I want to talk about detox on all levels today, not just um, with your food or like doing a juice cleanse. That's not what I'm talking about here. But I, I'm going to talk a little bit about food and and a little bit about gut health, um, but also about how we can detox our lives in other ways as well to be the healthiest and best and most clear versions of ourselves. So um, there's a few signs. Let's just start with uh, signs of physical or need for detox physically, right? So these physical signs that say, hey, I need a detox. I need a reset. I need... um, I need to like clear out the toxins as in like it, by using food through gut health, all of that. Then we'll go into some of the other deeper stuff later, okay? So when we're thinking of signs that the body gives us physically, detox symptoms, we usually think of things like fluid retention and bloating, um, if you're experiencing skin breakouts, acne or... Um, even like eczema or other skin irritations like that um congestion or sinus infections you guys have heard my story in a previous episode about my chronic sinus infections when i was in major need of a physical detox um sore red stinging eyes uh if you wake up constantly in the middle of the night like between 2 and 4 a.m. especially if you're kind of having like hot flashes at night um Lumpy breasts that swell with your cycle, uh, bad PMS symptoms, not normal. So a lot of women pass off PMS as something that's normal, as something that just is. And we really shouldn't be having terrible PMS. We're going to have some shifts during our cycle, some changes, some things that we experience, but it shouldn't be so extreme. So extreme PMS is, is a sign the body needs a detox. Um Feeling like you could eat your arm off, like just always never really feeling satisfied. Um, Sometimes if you're not hungry for breakfast and you're kind of only waking up and craving coffee or caffeine or other things that you're addicted to, um, digestive problems are kind of an obvious one. If you're experiencing constipation or IBS, this is a sign that your body needs a detox. Um, And then of course, weight gain and especially in the midsection, that increase in body fat. And cellulite, um, low energy, like a lack of energy, being really lethargic, not being able to wake up in the morning, not being able to stay awake during the day. Um, And also, this isn't one that we think about a lot, but having a short temper or being easily angered. So our liver is actually connected to anger. And so if we need a detox and our liver is on like overdrive, trying to clear out our body and our systems, then we can often experience a short temper. We yell, we want to chop someone's head off. We have anger. um, And that is because it's really related to the health of our liver. So these are all a bunch of Signs and symptoms that your body could be shouting at you, speaking to you, saying, hey, I need you to listen in. Um, These things are not normal. And a lot of times we pass this stuff off as normal. We just are like, oh, I get a stomach ache. Oh, I'm bloated. Oh, I have a headache. Uh, And we think that that's just how we have to live. And the truth is, is that's not how we have to live. That stuff is not normal. And there are things we can do physically and mentally and emotionally to detox our lives and really reset. You guys know I always talk about intuitive eating, and we can only do this if we don't have addictions and inflammation. If we have addictions and inflammation, then our body is going to uh, take signals and cues from those things versus uh, listening to what it actually needs, right? So for example processed foods have a lot of chemicals in them soda has a lot of chemicals that make people actually addicted to those things and so we crave more even though Deep down, our body actually knows that is not what's serving us. That's not going to help us function optimally. That's not going to help with our gut health. But because we're consuming so many addictive or inflammatory foods or drinks, our body starts to crave more of that stuff, like literally like a drug addiction, right? Sugar is 10 times more addictive than cocaine, you guys. So we have to watch out for those processed foods that kind of make our body not be able to listen to. Uh, the cues that it's actually sending or wants to send to live optimally. Um, So basically every cell in our body eats food that we eat. So when we eat food, we're feeding all the cells in our body. So when you think about it that way, sometimes that helps us make better choices. And, you know, I'd like to say it's not about being perfect, right? It's about building healthy habits so that most of the time we're eating well, we're fueling our bodies well. And that's a huge act of self care and self love and compassion. Um, and it's going to help us have the best energy and the best mindset. It really helps with mental clarity to eat well. So if you're someone who suffers from things like anxiety or depression, um, you know, or even mild, mild like moments of, of anger or, you know, any of these other things, it's like that. Stuff is coming a lot from the way that we're fueling our body, and we can heal ourselves from the inside out um, by remembering that every time we eat, all the cells in our entire body are eating with us. Okay. Um, so our our bodies eat, the cells eat the food and then excrete waste. And waste goes into our lymphatic system. So Our lymphatic system is an open duct system in our body. Think about your heart. Your heart pumps your blood, right? And that muscle is making the blood move. Arteries carry blood away from the um, heart and veins carry blood back towards the heart. And it's this constant system. We don't even have to think about it. We don't have to do anything for our heart to pump and our blood to move. The lymphatic system, on the other hand, is an open duct system that only moves when we move, okay? So it moves through movement, which could also be something like diaphragmatic breathing or massage or like cardio, jumping, moving, yoga, like bending, opening, closing, twisting, all of that. So sometimes you'll hear like people who can't exercise or cancer patients or people who are sick might get a lot more massage and what they're focusing on there is moving the lymph and getting the lymphatic system moving because it's an open duct fluid of systems only moves through movement okay only moves when we move so We want waste to move away from the cells in our body and away from our vital organs. And so our body will do a couple things to keep our vital organs safe. When we're putting too much waste into our bodies and our body's on overdrive, it will do a few things to protect our vital organs so that those toxins from the processed foods or alcohol or excess sugar, all of that, when that stuff is, is, um, When we're consuming too much of that stuff, then our body will have to do some things to keep it away from the vital organs, keep our body safe. So our body will do things like hold on to fluids. So you'll notice like a lot of bloating. Um, And basically it's trying to dilute the impact that that waste has on the health of our cells and the health of our vital organs. And then we'll also create adipose tissue or fat cells to also store the toxins in fat so that the toxins are not getting near our vital organs, okay? The main roads for waste out are the bowels and the urinary system. And then when those things are exhausted or there's so much extra waste, we'll also experience inflammation in our skin, which looks like acne or, like I said earlier, eczema or rashes or different skin irritations. And the skin being inflamed is a sign that the body has to step in, or rather the skin has to step in to help the body to eliminate that extra waste. Um, So that's why we experience acne and why different things manifest in different ways and toxicity can manifest in different ways in our body. And one of the big ones is skin problems. Basically, like I said earlier, the body wants to move those problematic substances away from our vital organs. And so we'll store a lot of that in fatty tissues, especially in the belly area, and the thighs, um, and experience things like cellulite. And I'm not saying this from a vein space, but what I'm saying is we don't want that. Fat is not our friend, because that excess fat in our midsection, um, especially when it's stored in our midsection, makes us more susceptible to disease and illness. And it uh, makes it more likely that we could have a heart heart attack or heart disease. Um, And so we don't want to be storing extra fat, fatty tissue um, in our midsection or anywhere, really. Um, So basically, the way digestion works is like we eat food, right? And it goes down this big long tube and we want to chew our food really, really well. The digestion actually starts in the mouth. And so it's really good to slow down, eat our meals um, quietly and peacefully, not in the car, not in front of a blue screen, but seated in a quiet space as often as we can so that we can focus on what we're doing and really promote proper digestion, which starts with the saliva, with chewing in the mouth. Um, a lot of Americans eat in front of blue screens, right? Our phones, our TVs. Um, we also eat in a rush, especially while we're driving or on the go. And that can... Um, help contribute to poor digestion. Okay. So we want to really focus on that breakdown of the food and from our mouth to our anus is one long tube. Okay. And it's meant to stay outside of our body. So although it's a tube located, what seems like inside our body, it's actually outside our body. Um, our stomach is actually only the size of a clenched fits. So a lot of us are overeating because we're not chewing slowly. We're not eating mindfully. We're looking at a screen. We're in a hurry. We're waiting too long and then we're starving and we end up like binge eating, right? Sometimes I do that and I am really trying to build healthier, working to build healthy habits, um, healthier habits to be more prepared with my meals so that I don't have to be starving by the time that I'm eating something. Um, so that I can eat the proper amount, um, food sits in our stomach for like 30 minutes before it moves on. So there's a lot of acid in there. Basically, our stomach acid is so strong that if you touched it with your skin, it would burn your skin. So that's why everything, we want everything to stay inside this tube, which requires, um, you know, a lot of gut health and focusing on eating whole foods that are fueling our bodies. Um, what's really good is to actually drink water in between meals because maybe you didn't know this, but little fun fact, um, when we drink water with food, it can sometimes dilute our stomach acid. So our stomach acid is supposed to be a, um, a specific pH balance or pH. And if we throw off that pH of the stomach acid, then by drinking water, then we can't digest our food as well. So yes, drink lots of water, um, but maybe try drinking water in between meals. Something that uh, some of my clients do that's really helpful for them is to take a shot of apple cider vinegar with warm water and lemon. That's very good for digestion and can kind of prime and prepare the stomach acid for breaking down food properly and having that proper pH. Um, So basically, the food starts, we start chewing it in our mouth, it goes down, it sits in the stomach for a while, then it moves to the small intestines. um, And, you know, nutrients move across uh, from the digestive, digestive system into our blood through absorption and so I always tell people you're not just what you eat you're what you can um, digest and assimilate or you're what you can absorb okay and so that's also why gut health is super important because there's this whole absorption process where even if you're eating healthy foods if you don't have the proper gut health or your gut health isn't your gut is inflamed um, or you have leaky gut um, it's going to be hard to absorb and assimilate or use the nutrients from that, from those healthy foods. So it's kind of like putting all the pieces together. One thing feeds into the other. Um, B12 vitamins and alcohol can actually go straight from the stomach into the bloodstream. Um, everything else moves through the digestive system. So that's why when you drink, um, you get, you can feel the effects of alcohol almost instantly, right? When you take a shot or you have a glass of wine or you have a margarita or whatever you drink, you can feel that, those effects almost instantly and you can get drunk really quickly because the alcohol actually doesn't travel through this entire process. It can be absorbed into um, the bloodstream straight from your stomach. Food, on the other hand, goes through the small intestines, and then from there moves to the large intestines. Um, This is also why it's important that we take probiotics and prebiotics. Um, They help different parts of the gut, and also prebiotics are kind of the food for the probiotics or the healthy bacteria. Um, Remember, we are made up of more bacteria than we are of human cells. There are more bacteria in our gut than human cells in our entire body. Okay, so I like to think of that little city down there as like a really important space that kind of rules our experience of life and our overall health and well-being. So changing our gut bacteria profiles can actually change how we experience life. Those little gut bugs, they play a huge role in our well-being, in the health of our body, not just on the inside, but how we look and feel um, as well. So, the the food moves from the small intestine, and then goes to the large intestine, and the bugs, the gut bacteria, want to ferment whatever we give them. So, if the food didn't get broken down well because we didn't chew our food well, and we were eating in a hurry, and we we're eating way too much, way too fast, um, then if it didn't get broken down well enough before. It gets those gut bugs. This uh, makes it harder to digest the food and that leads to gas and bloating. So we really want to focus on eating slow, chewing, eating quietly, focusing on our meal so that we can really set our body up for success for this entire process of eating. So I went on this whole gut health rant because it's actually super important for the detox process. Our body, it all goes hand in hand, and gut health is so important for all of the processes in our body. So let's talk a little bit about the liver. So the liver's job is to take harmful substances from our body and to change them, okay? And it changes them so that they can be secreted as a waste, so that we can get rid of them from the body. Well, what happens when we drink alcohol, when we drink a lot of caffeine, when we consume synthetic substances every day, artificial dyes, artificial sweeteners, artificial flavors, when we eat too many trans fats or bad fats, so that's like all these like vegetable oils and potato chips and Um, things like that, fried foods, when we're eating a lot of refined sugar, or even from when we are experiencing a lot of infection or viruses, these things can affect our liver and its function, okay? Um, You guys have probably heard of fatty liver, which happens when the liver cells eventually just get so exhausted, they stop replacing themselves and start replacing with fat instead. But A lot of times this comes from alcohol or, you know, poor diet and lifestyle, but this can also come from energy drinks and drinks with a lot of sugar. So even kids are starting to experience issues with the liver or adults are having liver issues earlier on in life because as kids, they're consuming way too many sugary drinks and energy drinks and soda. And that really interferes with the body's ability um, to to function properly, and it also interferes with the body's ability to uptake things like calcium for our bones. So then you see how this is a ripple effect into the health of our entire body. So a lot of us are warming up with a lot of caffeine in the morning because we're not getting proper sleep, we're not prioritizing sleep, and then we're cooling down in the evening with a drink right we're drinking an alcoholic beverage a beer a glass of wine a whole bottle of wine in the evening and i hear a lot of people say that this is how they do life we warm up with coffee we cool down in the evening with an alcoholic beverage and that is definitely taking a toll on our liver and our liver needs to be able to help us with these detox processes okay what happens is there are five roads out and one road in for the liver, okay? And if we start to experience fatty liver, those roads become clogged. And the more clogged they are, the harder it is for us to get rid of toxins. Now listen to this. The body is going to prioritize getting rid of foreign toxins and artificial things and stuff that we put in our body through things we are eating or personal care products we are using that soaked in through our skin, our body's going to prioritize getting rid of those foreign things first, which means extra stuff that our body makes, like extra hormones or extra cholesterol, extra estrogen, like our body won't get rid of those things because they're like, oh, well, I made this, so it's not as dangerous as this artificial ingredient you added, the aspartame from that diet soda, the artificial dye from that candy that we ate, whatever. Our body's going to focus on getting rid of that stuff first and prioritize that. And then it's kind of going to let the extra estrogen or the extra cholesterol or things like that, that it m- is meant to get rid of, out like a little trap door in the middle of the liver. And when those things fall through that trap door, guess what? They turn into recycled estrogen, recycled cholesterol, recycled hormones, recycled whatever through your body. Then we start to experience hormone issues and imbalances and other health issues because our body isn't able to get rid of the extra stuff it's making because it's too busy trying to get rid of the extra stuff um, that's artificial that we've added into our body through our diet, through our drinks, and through our food. So I'm not saying all of this to be like, scare you, or, or you know, to judge anyone, or to say like that there's a perfect diet for anybody, but we definitely live in a culture where... Franken foods and fake foods and processed foods and things that are easy, quick, and convenient are being put on our tables and in our mouths and in our kids' lunchboxes and stuff out of convenience, out of speed, out of it being a cheaper price um, sometimes, right? Uh, and, And we're not thinking about putting instead healthy whole foods. I always tell people, pay the farmer now or pay the doctor later. Because the quick, convenient thing, and this culture of eating these fake Franken foods and fake um, things that aren't meant to really be absorbed or digested by our body. Um, Although it might seem convenient and easy right now, it's not going to feel convenient or easy when later we're really sick and we have a lot of health issues. And we cannot just go to the doctor and expect that they're going to give us a magic pill or something um, to solve all our health problems. We have to take responsibility today for our own health and well-being by Doing the things we do have control over, which is feeding our bodies well, okay? There's ways to budget. So if you feel like you're having a hard time buying healthy food, there's different grocery stores that offer great prices, or you can find things that are on sale. You can coupon clip. You can do what you need. Prioritize buying groceries rather than buying other things. So if you have a budget, you have a smaller paycheck, and you need to... Um, you know, sit down that beginning of the week and figure out what you're gonna spend money on. Prioritize groceries. Buy groceries first and then anything else you need after that. Stay away from DoorDash or eating out or buying alcoholic beverages or coffee from Starbucks and stuff like that. And watch how much extra money you have in your account to buy healthy foods from the grocery store. And then you can also check the EWG's website, and they have that Dirty Dozen and Clean 15, so you can know which foods you should buy organic and which ones you could actually get away with buying conventional, and it's okay. They don't have as many pesticides or herbicides or chemicals, and so you could budget and save money that way as well, okay? Um, So... When we're talking about um, the liver, we also have to take a peek at alcohol and just be honest with ourselves about how much alcohol we're consuming. So sometimes I consume alcohol. Um, We want to explore why we feel like we need to regularly over consume alcohol if that's a habit of ours um, and really focus on not not having more than one drink per day um, with at least two alcohol free days per week, okay? Because... If we're drinking every single day, we're never giving our liver a chance to catch up. We're really overstressing our body and our vital organs that are trying to detox the body and keep us healthy. Um, If you have a history of family, uh, or sorry, a family history of cancer um, or other uh, diseases and illnesses, there's not really a safe level of alcohol for you to consume. Um, it, you know, alcoholic beverages are highly linked to cancer, to disease and illness. So I'm not saying to never drink, but definitely evaluate your relationship with alcohol and ask yourself if you're using it in ways where you could actually do something else. For example, we talked earlier about using coffee to wake up and caffeine throughout the day to stay awake and alcohol to cool down at night. Um, can you do something else at night like take a bath, read a book, turn off screens a little earlier, eat a little earlier and digest your food earlier so that you can feel ready to rest when it's time to rest and not have like a full stomach lying in bed? Can you get some essential oils, light a candle, spend some time with your partner, um, spend some time with yourself, journaling Can you um, do some self-massage? Like there's a number of things that we could do to calm down and cool down in the evening that don't involve drinking an alcoholic beverage every night in order to take the edge off. Um, There are other ways to take the edge off, right? Have sex, (laughs) snuggle with your partner, take a bath, Um, massage your body, read, journal, light a candle, drink tea, Like there's a number of things to slow down. Take a walk, right? Take a walk around your neighborhood. Allow your mind to slow down and calm your body, learning those positive self-regulation practices over using substances to help you relax in the evening. Now, of course, we're going to have that occasional glass of wine. I'm European. My family loves to drink wine with dinner. We're going to have a margarita on the weekend with a friend. Um, It's fine, right? Life is about making choices and kind of finding balance and um, all I'm saying is that we don't want to use alcohol every day as a cover-up for something else that we might need, like connection with ourselves or connection with a partner or some alone or quiet time um, to reset. Um, and then, you guys, this is a lot about, like, about how we eat, right? So it's not just about alcohol, food, toxins from that kind of stuff, but It's also, detox is also about our mindset, okay? Detox is also about what we're allowing in through all of our senses. So we focused a lot for the first part of this show on, um, or for most of this show on how to fuel our bodies, how to eat properly, how to focus on proper digestion and gut health. But the truth is, is you could do all of that stuff. But if you have other toxins in your life, you're not going to reach your optimal health. What I mean by that is toxic relationships, whether that's a work relationship, a partner, a friendship, a relationship with your family or parents. If you have toxic relationships, that's going to affect the cells in your body and the health of your mindset, okay? Also, we have to be mindful of what we're taking in through our eyes and our ears. What information are we allowing ourselves to absorb? Are we getting caught up watching the news, reading things all over social media that are upsetting to us, right? Or are we setting healthy boundaries with that stuff and only allowing ourselves certain amount of time to absorb that information? Or maybe we unfollow and do not watch things at all that don't align with our truth, or that upset us, or things that we know are toxic, um, maybe we just eliminate that altogether. So that idea of healthy boundaries is very important. I don't watch the news at all. Um, I, I try not to watch things that I feel like are uh, one-sided, or things that upset me. I'm, a, I'm pretty sensitive, so I have to set, my, set a lot of healthy boundaries around what I'm taking in through my eyes and ears. I don't even watch horror movies (laughs) because I'm so sensitive okay so we have to learn about ourselves and learn how to honor ourselves and be mindful of what we're taking in are you putting yourself in an environment where you're constantly experiencing negativity people who are negative um words or images that are negative that stuff we're all taking in through our eyes and through our ears and it's absorbing into our bodies And those vibrations literally affect our cells and the health of our body. So I want to encourage you guys to also detox your lives. Be mindful of what you're watching. Be mindful of what you're listening to. Be mindful of who you're spending time around. We become like the five people that we spend the most time around. So who are you committed to spending time around? Where are your committed relationships? And are they healthy? Are they positive? Are they feeding you with good things like joy and support and positivity, or are you receiving negative and bad vibrations or low vibration right energy um, when you're around the people who you're in relation with relationship with? So you know. It doesn't mean that you have to go tell someone, like, you suck, get out of my life, right? It might just mean that you start to set some healthier boundaries for yourself when it comes to spending time with people that you know are bringing down your vibration and bringing down your energy. And you can detox your life in that way too, by being more mindful about who you're spending your time around and who you're listening to, who you're communicating with. Um, I love to focus on surrounding myself with positive women, with people who have vision and goals, with people who accept other people for who they are, um, with people who have good energy and are kind to people and are making an impact on the world and their communities. I try to spend my time around those people so that that's what I'm absorbing through my eyes and ears and like my my body, right? My overall energy that I'm with people who have high vibration and positive energy. Um, and then you know check in with even what music you're listening to um you know if you're in the car maybe you start to listen to to a really good podcast like this one right or you start to listen to um, music that's more uplifting or you listen to um, an audiobook right so just choosing what's coming in and having a better barrier and better boundaries so that we're not absorbing toxicity through other people or, media or things that we don't need to be. So don't be afraid to set those healthy boundaries for yourself, just like you set a plan for eating or for, you know, making healthy meals for you and your family. Um, Just like how you're reevaluating your relationship with alcohol or caffeine. Same thing, reevaluate your relationships with media, with um, TV, with the news, with people, with friendships, with coworkers, and, and even your closest relationships and just check in with what you're allowing in. Um, we really have control over that, and that's another way that we can detox our body. Um, I encourage you guys, call to action. After you jump off of here, you're done listening to this show, and you close the app, I want you to go in your social media and do a little social, a little social detox. Maybe that means deleting the app altogether and giving yourself a week or two off of social to figure out how am I using this and why, and is it healthy? Or if you want, another option is to go through and check in on the pages that you're following. And if you're following people on Facebook and Instagram and other social platforms um, that are not positive or that don't bring joy or give you those good vibrations when you see their posts, Um, just simply unfollow or mute. There's a mute button, right? And it doesn't mean you have to tell the person, um, but you can just set those boundaries for yourself and be more aware of what you're taking in even when you're scrolling um, on Instagram, right? So that everything that comes up on your page brings you joy and is bright and is energetic and aligns with where you're trying to move your life. So do that little social cleanse, do that little detox, unfollow things that don't uplift you, that don't bring you to life, and even see how that little little action can make a big impact in your overall health, your mindset, your mental well-being, um, as well as your physical well-being. So happy detoxing. I hope this is helpful. A detox doesn't have to be a juice cleanse or not eating food or apple cider vinegar shots every day. It can be a detox through all of your senses, checking in with not just your diet, but also what you're taking in through your eyes and ears and energetic field. All right. Good luck, my friends. Message me and let me know how it's going. Find me on social at Brin Moves.